everyone. I am so happy to start this podcast. I've been wanting to start a podcast for so long, but I've been just too shy and didn't think I could do it. But I finally did it, and here I am. Um, my name is Marina Stormy C, like my intro said, and I love the ocean. I love the sea. I love a stormy ocean. The feeling that you get watching a storm roll in and the waves crashing against the shore. I love it. So it happens that I live on a prairie. There is no ocean here. There are just rivers. That's the closest thing I could get to a little, little wave, but it's still not the ocean. So I thought I could start this podcast so I could start chatting with people and meeting like-minded people and comments and share my knowledge and learn together. I mean, I'm not all knowledgeable um, at all, but I love talking and love making friends. So come on and sit down and we can chat together. I thought we could start off with a tarot reading that I pulled up and this is December 2021. So um, I'm recording this on December 15th. So I will pull this card and whenever you listen to it, it might be relevant and it might not, but we can also learn about the card as we go. So I have the three of pentacles. It is reversed. So it looks like a lack of teamwork disorganized, group conflict, competition, missing camaraderie, <laughs> collaboration, highlight here where you should be working together for the service of a greater good. There seems to be disorganization or self-interest that is getting in the way. So, so the three of pentacles, it displays a young apprentice who works in a cathedral. In front of him, there are two others. A priest, a nobleman of some sort, that are holding plans of the cathedral on a piece of parchment. We can tell from the way the apprentice has raised his head that he is discussing his progress on building the cathedral. The two others are keenly listening to him in order to more clearly understand what is needed of them and how they can provide guidance. Despite the apprentice being less experienced, the two others to him because they know his ideas and his experiences are fundamental in the success and completion of the whole building. The three of pentacles therefore represent the coming together of all kinds of knowledge in order to build something. So that is the oh, pentacles. Um, of course, there's so many other things we can read about it, but I don't want to spend the whole podcast talking about the Three of Pentacles, but it appears there's some lack of teamwork. So whatever that resonates with me or you, um, but that's the card that I pulled. I also thought we could do some crystals too, but I wanted first to talk about the moon, the full moon that's coming up. The last full moon of 2021 is going to be on Saturday, uh, December 18th, and it's going to be the cold moon. Now, we can do a, a separate podcast on all the moons and all that stuff, but uh, I just want to share the moon is going to be in Gemini. 
as each December. The element for this moon is air, and the ruling planet is Mercury, which the Mercury is the planet of communication, and the symbol is the twins. So, meaning is outgoing, lively, inquisitive, and the Gemini moon brings an influx of inspiration and much-needed change. So the moon may have you feeling like there are two or more people living inside your head. You will flip from one thought and emotion to another in a matter of minutes, and each one will feel so real. Is it yes? Is it no? It's that. It's that. It's this. It's no, it's yes. It's you're staying. You're going. It's right. It's wrong. The uncertainty and decision and indecision or even just the noise in your head can make this a very confusing time. As this is an airy moon, you may find yourself in your head a lot. The Gemini flips back and forth, and it'll start questioning absolutely everything, particularly why you have allowed yourself to stay certain situations for so long. But the element of confusion under this moon has a real purpose. It's asking you to find the real truth of the matter, to move away from what is expected of you, to let go of ways of thinking, beliefs, and choices that have not been working for you and may even be holding you back. It's a moon that wants you to step into your trust, truest authenticity, and share your unique gifts and talents with the world. As such, this moon brings with a lot of ideas, downloads of inspirations, a to-do list, a need to expand your knowledge, learn more, gather more, make more connections, go into the world more, do more, become more, and share more. Which brings us to one issue that can arise under this moon. The jack of all trades, the master of none energy. This energy is starting a hundred tasks but not completing any or coming up with ten brilliant ways of how to move forward in life but acting on none. Some of you will also use this as a form of self-sabotage, becoming so overwhelmed by the sheer number of ideas that come to you that you feel inadequate or afraid. So you run and hide. So be wary of this. Write down everything that comes to you, brain dump it, mind map it, but don't let any of it pass. Because in among the numerous ideas and light bulb moments you will have under this moon, there'll be little nuggets of gold that will help you get where you really want to go. Unsettling, confusing, restless, and curious are just a few of the words to describe the strong energy of this full moon. You may also find that you have crazy dreams running up to it. There may be a nervous energy about this moon. As you flit from one thing to the next, so can your anxiety levels be high. So I guess take time to meditate if you can. Um, meditation is very important. I don't do it as much as I should. Um, but with this moon, you may talk to yourself a lot with a constant narrative in your head about everything, questioning yourself. Why do I do this? Why do I think like this? Why do I do that? There is a lot of power in this if you use it as a form of self-inquiry rather than self-punishment. Use the light of this full moon and the Gemini twin mirror to allow things to surface. And look at yourself and your fears and self-limiting beliefs. 
If you find yourself stuck in some pattern or situations over and over again, this moon will bring you sudden clarity. A new way of seeing not only situations and other people, but also it'll help you to see what you did not see before and realize how you can do things differently. The sun is in Sagittarius during this full moon, so the themes of Sagittarius, such as being a free spirit, independence, and internal quest for knowledge, will now be highlighted by this full moon with Gemini energy added to them. So use this combined energy of these two lively, inquisitive signs to really begin finding that clarity, answers, and knowledge, including the self-knowledge. If you found yourself stuck so far this year, this full moon will help you begin to see a way forward, new ways of doing things, and these signs will dwell in the past. So, kind of to wrap it up on what you can use the Gemini moon. Use this Gemini full moon to notice the inner narrative in your head. Take note of any repetitive questions or criticisms and release them under this waning moon. Notice the same patterns and situations that you currently find yourself in. Make a list of them. Try to see what they have shown, taught you, up to now, and see how things are going to be differently going forward. Look forward, not back. Notice where you tend to stay stuck in the past for each past experience you find yourself relieving. Write down one way you can alter that to move forward instead. So the keywords for Gemini are, I think. So in your journal, if you do journaling, uh, see what flows to you in this answer. The keywords for Gemini are, I think. So I think kind and loving thoughts. I think that change is wonderful. And I think that all my dreams are coming true. There's some things to watch out for under this moon. Speaking too much and using a hundred words when you could just use two. Which twin are you feeling? You have a choice in each moment. Getting easily bored or impatient and your attention span will be zero. A crystal for this moon. Danvirite for change and leaving the past behind. Blue calcite to bring clarity to the confusion and quiet in the mind of chatter. Or blue lace agate for communication. This would also be a good time to work on your throat chakra, which a throat chakra is for communication. I wanted to also give credit to the book that I read this from. It's Lunar Living. And it's working with the magic of the moon cycles by Christy Gallagher. So I definitely recommend this book to learn to work with the moon and each, but I will be covering parts of this book as the moon's cycles come by. But I wanted to say something that really resonated with me from this book is that coming back into a cycle and rhythm and taking care of your needs is so important. Just twice a month will make the biggest difference on how you feel, act, and react the rest of the time. Lunar living will be life-changing for you, and it offers you not only one time, 
but also the space to get to the bottom of why you're feeling and living this way. Very often, you'll always be busy in a way to distract from what is really going on in your life. Always saying yes has undertones of people-pleasing and being afraid to say no. Tiredness and overwhelm come from never being able to switch off and truly relax. Instead of thinking you should always be doing something and feeling guilty, even if you're not. So, this quote is so, I love it. So, by disappearing from the sky for a few nights every month, the moon shows us with beautiful simplicity and without guilt that in order to shine and be at your best, to be full and powerful, you simply have to take the time out, say no, practice self-care, and at times withdraw into yourself to fulfill your own needs. That to me is so great because I personally have trouble saying no. And that is one thing I'm learning. I'm learning to set boundaries, learning to be kind to myself. It's definitely so we can learn together. I wanted also to mention that although December is now the 12th and final month, it was once the 10th month of the old Roman calendar. Its name derives from Latin decim, meaning 10th. The month is dominated by events near its end, the solstice. In the northern hemisphere, the solstice is December marks the longest night and the shortest day of the year. And it's upside down for those people down under. Afterwards, days begin to lengthen, but it's a subtle process. And while we may be aware of it intellectually, it may not be visible for a while. It's quite literally a dark time of the year. And to me, it's my favorite time of the year. I can enjoy, like I said, looking at the moon and going for walks. But whether this inspires happiness or dread depends on the individual. December can be stressful, joyous, or both. All the energy in the air boosts the spell casting and your own magic power, and it's also a time of swirling spirits. Fairies tend to hibernate, but the wild hunt is active, as are many ghosts, and exemplified by the story of Charles Dickens' The Ghost of Christmas Pass. Um, there's a Yule Cat in Iceland, and the Yule Lads, which is the best time for mischief. Folk tradition suggests that the sun causes adverse reactions among trolls. They may turn into stone, and this time of year affords them to have the freedom to travel. Another December spirit is the Gryla, and I hope I pronounced it right, now widely known as the Christmas Witch. Her name translates loosely as the Growler. She dwells in northern Ireland, lava fields, presiding over a sprawling household, including the children. Her ex-husbands, other trolls, and her pet, the Yule Cat. The first documented evidence of Gryla is from the 13th century, 
but this conjures the fact that she's significantly older. Carla is not associated with any date exclusively. She's at the peak of her power throughout December and has become incorporated into Icelandic international Christmas activities. Um, apparently, she had a 2018 appearance um, on the Netflix series The Chilling Adventures of Rina, which I have to side note say I have not fully finished it. I think I only watched a few of the first season, so that is definitely on my watch list. I stopped watching that because I started watching American Horror Story The Coven, which I love. Um, yeah, Misty Day is one of my favorites. <laughs> anyway, side note. <laughs> um, but not all December spirits are associated with Christmas. There's two queens of the African di diaspora religions. Um, that are considered the peak of their power, and in addition to feast days, may be venerated all month long. The angel of December is Anael. The astrological sign of the month is Sagittarius and Capricorn. The birth of the month is Raven. The birthstone of the month is Tanzanite, Turquoise, Zircon, Flowers of the month is holy, ivy, narcissus, and poinsettia. And did you know that the animal of the month is the badger? I sure didn't. So that was really cool to learn. Um, there's a few holidays, but I guess the main one is the winter solstice or the Yule. So that'll be, I can do a whole podcast on that for my next one. But I think I will end it here for now. Feel free to comment and tell me any feedback or anything. I mean, this is my first time, my first podcast again. Tell me what you'd like to hear. Um, how do you celebrate Yule? Feel free to message me and let me know. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sitting with me and chit-chatting, and I wish you the best day, the best night, however you're listening. Till next time, blessed be you.